With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom. Simply visit www.realitycheck.radio forward slash donate to make a difference today. Welcome back, everybody. You're here with Natalie Cutler-Welsh on the Up Your Brave show on Reality Check Radio. Today, I'm talking to my longtime friend, Lorraine Hamilton. She's based in Wellington area, and we're going to be talking about going beyond mindset. In the coaching process, we're going to be talking about the truth of what coaching is and what coaching isn't. Welcome to the show, Lorraine. Oh, thank you so much. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to connect with you after so long and to talk about coaching, one of my favorite things. For those of you that don't know Lorraine, Lorraine Hamilton is a recovering engineer, part-time stand-up comedian, and wannabe race car driver. Oh my goodness. She is also the creator of The Coaching Switch, taking your coaching conversations from transactional to transformational and get results in minutes, not months. That sounds amazing. You know, the reason I love this topic so much, and I am such a believer in divine timing, I know you and I were meant to record a month or so ago, but I love this. It's hot off the press, and people in 2024 are more interested than ever before in self-reflection and discovery and evolving who they are and stepping into their truth. And I feel like coaching is the key. So I love the timing of this topic. Yeah, me too. I mean, I could talk about coaching all day, every day, as you know. It's it's what runs right through me. I actually had a, a colleague who at once said, she said, Lorraine, if we cut you in the middle, down the middle, you would just have coaching running right through you. It is just who you are. Um, and that's true. That really is true. And what you didn't say in your bio is speaker, uh, you know, uh, author, co-creator of many courses and many, many things, which I'm sure we'll get into. Before we dive into coaching, can you give my audience a little bit more backstory on how you came to be, you know, this go-to person, especially for coaching coaches? Mm. Um, how did it all happen from being an engineer? Yeah, it's always, um, people find it quite a juxtaposition to how did you go from engineering to becoming a, a coach? And really, the, the story was something that is familiar to a lot of women in those types of industries that I had a really difficult relationship with a manager. And what I always make clear when I tell this story, though, is that it, it wasn't a bully boss situation. I think people think that suddenly I had this sexist, bullyish man as, I engineer, as my engineering manager. That wasn't the case at all. He was the nicest man that you could meet, but he didn't know how to create an environment for me to be at my best. So I had been this sort of A-type, um, top performing student all through you know, school and university. Then I got into this particular role and I was the only female engineer and it didn't matter how high, hard I worked, I was never going to be seen or perceived to be at the level of the guys because the guys were easier to get along with or they had this bravado and they had this kinship that I wasn't part of. And that did a real number on me. So that was the start of my personal development reflection and journey. And through that, I discovered coaching and it it really lit me up because this was back in the early 2000s. And, um, you know, it was kind of counselling or that was your whack. 
And when I discovered coaching, it was like, great, this is something that is for people who are well, but who want to understand themselves and their situation and their environment better so that they can succeed in whatever environment they find themselves in. And from that minute, that was me. I've been on the coaching bandwagon ever since. And through that process, um, I've attracted a lot of other coaches who want to learn from me, who want to learn my techniques, who want to understand how I'm succeeding in the business. And of course, today in 2024, coaching is something that is ubiquitous. It's, you know, it seems to be everywhere. And that comes with its own um, challenges in the industry. Uh, But it's great to see that people are embracing coaching for their own personal development. That's the ultimate goal. Do you find that a lot of people kind of let life or their relationship get to a certain point of breakdown or destruction and then they finally reach out or do you have people across the board coming in at different levels? Um, It's a bit of both. Usually the people who come in before that crisis point have worked with a coach before. So they recognize that, Mm. you know, it's an ongoing thing and they really understand the value of it. And then you have people who commonly haven't worked with a coach before and they are maybe, they maybe have more need. Yeah, it's so interesting as well. You know, one of the pre- my previous guests, Craig Reynolds, who I'm going to see today, um, which is so exciting, uh, he was saying that people coming into his clinic, he's a healer, are actually more advanced, like they're healing quicker and and they're just more at a stage of readiness. And I wonder if it's the same thing in the coaching industry, meaning are you finding that coaches are coming to you because they need to upskill their coaching because the people that are coming to them are actually further down the path and ready to expand and ready to dive into their their true potential more than ever before. Are you finding that like more coaches ready to upskill because what they're dealing with is people that are already at a higher level. We're evolving as humanity. I don't know. I'm an optimist. <laughs> what, how are, how's the scene? Well, I mean, it depends on the the niche that the coach is working in. But yes, I have seen that in the coaches that are coming to learn from me are established coaches. A lot of them are certified and credentialed coaches. They're experienced, they're professional, they've been in the business for a long time, but they recognise that their skills might be somewhat outdated. And they either have a pool to do more for their clients or their clients need something else. They need a different approach. And that's where I'm seeing the evolution of coaching. And coaching has been around forever. You know, people think, oh, it's been around for 50 years. It hasn't. It's been around since Socrates' time. You know, it's <laughs> it's always been there. It's just now a lot more people are recognizing it as a really viable option mm. for them. And so it has evolved again outside of the, you know, we had this, this in the 90s, the 2000s, mindset is everything. You've got to adopt a positive mindset. Well, that's had its time and now there is so much more research into neuroscience and the body and vagus nerve that we know that mindset is not everything and actually embodiment work is where the magic happens and it happens quickly and powerfully and that's what my students my coaches who are coming to me for training that's what they want to be able to Mm -hmm. um, help their clients with. 
For people that are listening and thinking, you know, we're talking about coaching, like, what does that even mean? How is that different? So if we can just go back to a basic for a moment, how is that different, for example, from someone going to see like a therapist or a counselor or a psychologist? Can you just walk us through what do you mean by coaching? Um, And I know there's different, like there's life coaching and business coaching. What do you mean by coaching that we're talking about today? Yeah, absolutely. So let's do the the therapy counselor thing first. So the the broad stroke is that coaching focuses on the here and now and the future. Mm -hmm. And counseling therapy Mm -hmm. focuses on the past up to now. So that's the the clear distinction. So good. There's always a little bit of overlap depending on skills. Some therapists move into future planning with their clients. Some skilled coaches have got the tools and abilities to deal with things that have happened in the past, but from a very different perspective. So coaches have the skills to heal certain issues in the past without taking their client back there. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a, an important distinction. The other thing that's really important for, for coaches is that they are trauma-informed, but we don't deal with the trauma. So let me explain that a little mm-hmm. bit so that it makes sense. In the coaching process, it is possible because we don't know what we're going to uncover, that we can uncover an unhealed trauma in a client. As coaches, we need to be trained and we need to have the skills to be able to hold that client in that moment and get that shift their state to a more resourceful state. But we don't dive into that trauma in the session. That would be something that they may wish to take to therapy. Mm -hmm. So that's another distinction. So does that feel, do we feel like we understand the difference between therapy and coaching? I think that's so helpful for my audience as well as myself. I think it's it's such a great way to explain it, focusing on the here, now, and the future. Yeah. And then we have some other distinctions where um, I have these definitions for things. So leadership is often takes a, a coaching approach, but I define leadership as creating an environment for everyone to be their best. Um. Mentoring is often confused with coaching and mentoring for me is here's something that I've done. Let me show you how I did it. Mm -hmm. Whereas consulting, again, I see a lot of consultants um, promoting themselves as coaches, but that is let me tell you what to do to be successful Mm -hmm. and give you the steps. Whereas coaching is very much around the, let me ask the questions that are going to facilitate you being able to design the steps. Very empowering. Yes, it is very empowering because we're not changing the circumstances. We're changing the person in front of us so that they have a different perspective Mm -hmm. on the circumstances. We're not changing the circumstances. We're changing their their perspective on the circumstances. So interesting. We would love to know what's resonating for you. If you want to send us a text, you can send a text to 2057 or email inbox at realitycheck.radio. Have you had a coach? How has that worked out for you? Um, 
So interesting to see. I'm so excited. I feel like there's also this stigma, if you know what I mean, around, oh, we're seeing a therapist, I'm seeing a counselor. But if you're like, oh, I need to consult my life coach, or I've got an appointment today with my coach, it just has a different energy about it. Yeah, I think it does. And for a long time, you know, I work with people who are training to be coaches, and they still feel a little bit of that stigma with the life coach um, Mm -hmm. title. But more and more people are recognizing that this is a resource that they can access easily, that it is powerful, um, and it doesn't have that stigma of there's something wrong with me. Mm. It is more I'm being, I'm trying to be better. Yeah. It's so interesting, isn't it? Because it's like newsflash, you guys. Ranting to your friends is and them giving you advice is not the same as coaching. Newsflash, you know, going for a run and thinking about your life and, and thinking about your life by yourself is also not coaching. So sometimes it's so helpful to have someone that's not your partner, not your best friend, to basically, like you said, ask those key questions listen, which I imagine is a huge part of what you do, listen to what they say and prompt them to kind of reveal the next steps, which they probably already know. They just haven't really had someone pull them out of them. It's really like um, opening the curtains. And, you know, I love that you you touched on the listening because we're not only listening to what they say, we're listening to what they're not saying. We're listening and feeling into their energy field. We're noticing how they're breathing. We're noticing those very subtle movements if we're working in person or across Zoom. And very skilled and experienced coaches are what I call whole body listening. (laughs) I love that. You're like, they may be saying one thing, but their body is saying something totally different. Exactly. And a lot of that is very much unconscious to the client. You know, it's not like they're trying to pull the wool over their coach's eyes or anything like that. It's just because we know that the body reacts before the the conscious mind. That's where a lot of this self-sabotaging behavior often comes from. So by working with a coach who's trained in those specific modalities, it really is a life changing process. So what I'm hearing and what I, I told, I'm such an advocate for coaching, obviously, but um, obviously there's different people. It's really about finding the right match. And sometimes I'm a big believer also at the right person at the right time in your life for what you're going through and different coaches for different things. But how do people find or connect with, you know, to you, you know, the right coach or the, a reputable coach that is, I think, aligned for them? Are there some tips that you've got for helping to find the right coach for you at the right time? Yeah, absolutely. And with so many coaches available, it can be overwhelming to even Mm. start the process. I love that you said that it's the right person at the right time, because true coaching is a partnership. It's something that you can only go as far as your client's willing to go. And your coach can only take you as far as they've gone Mm -hmm. in their personal development journey. So in terms of looking for a coach, first of all, be clear on what it is you're looking for. Are you looking for a coach? Are you willing to be challenged or are you looking for a consultant or a mentor or a teacher? You know, do you just want to be told what to do? But if you recognize that you have some patterns that you keep repeating and it's something that you just want to to break and you know that you want to be different and you're willing to look 
deep inside to get those external results, then I would suggest looking for a coach. Next step is how do you determine the right coach for you? And there are a number of things that you can consider. Um, The first thing that I would say, though, is look for someone who has had accredited training in coaching. And the way to do that or the first point of call that I generally advise people to look at is have they completed a training by that's accredited by the International Coaching Federation? The International Coaching Federation is not the only accreditation body in the uh, in the industry, but it is the most widely recognized. And I know because I have trainings with them that, uh, you know, those trainings are being regularly scrutinized, regularly reported on. And so you can be sure that somebody else has taken a look at the training of that coach and gone, yes, this fits with our values. It fits with our code of ethics. And um, and that's a really good place to start. It also gives you peace of mind as a client that if your coach is affiliated and a member of the ICF, if something happens, and we always hope that that's not the case, but if something does happen, you have got a pathway to highlight that. It's not just you versus the coach. You can go to the International Mm -hmm. Coaching Federation and say, hey, look, this didn't play out the way that I expected. Um, And then you can have a conversation around that. So it gives you peace of mind. Um, The other thing to look for is a coach that shares your values, that you feel good about meeting with. It's a partnership. You have to feel good about getting on a call with them and them being able to build that trust and create a space where you feel comfortable to be able to really reach those inner places and, and ask those questions of yourself. So make sure you have an opportunity to meet your coach before you sign up for anything. And if you feel pressured at any point to be making a payment or signing up for a long period of time, then that would be a warning bell for me. It doesn't sit in our code of ethics from the ICF. Um, we, I, I do offer a minimum period for getting people results, but at any point you can walk away and, and that's important. And I do hear some unfortunate stories of people being locked in and held to a contract, even if the, the partnership is broken down. So that's definitely an alarm bell for me. I'm going to stop there because I could just keep on going. Well, I'm going to jump in because I wanted to ask you about, is there a sweet spot or ideal time frame to work with a coach? I imagine it's slightly individual depending on what's going on for you, what your goals are. But is there kind of like really three months would be the minimum, you know, um, because you're right. There are coaches out there that are like, nope, it's 12 months only, you know, and it's, you know, whatever, $20,000 or whatever. Um is there certain like a time frame that you've seen from your experience that you're like, yeah, like 90 days would be the minimum or it really depends? Yeah, I mean, I my personal coaching practice is is 90 days. So it's a three month minimum. And, and to be honest, I can't remember the last client who only stayed for three months. Right. But beyond that three month period, they know that they're there, they're choosing to be there. And coaches do need a little bit of time to really get to know you as a client before you're going to see dramatic changes. Um, Although, as I say, using 
my method, I am seeing those changes very quickly. Um, so in in minutes, it said in your bio. It, in, it is in <laughs> minutes. Yeah, I can have a conversation with someone who's clear on what they want to talk about and make a change in minutes. That is absolutely true. Um, for a longer period of work, if people want to see a change in their business, for example, then I do say minimum three months um, for me. Mm-hmm. It's going to be different for every coach. So get comfortable with what you're comfortable signing up for. Um, yeah, I think you'll find that different coaches have different processes and some of them take a longer time and a shorter time. They have different skills. That's going to affect the, the time it takes for them to get results. So I think as the client, think about that in your in, in your procedures. What's most important to you? Is it getting fast results or is it going a little bit slower? Mm-hmm. Cost is going to come into it. You know, not the the most expensive coach is not necessarily the best coach for you. Um, I certainly have been on the on the wrong end of that, investing mm-hmm. in coaches that have um, not delivered for for me. So, cost is is something that you need to be aware of what your budget is, but it's not the way to select the best coach for you because it's not a linear scale. Mm-hmm. It's also a mindset shift as well. Like in, because I, you know, obviously I live in the business world in the entrepreneurial space. We're very used to investing in ourselves, but a lot of people, I, especially if they're in a job, I mean, unless they get personal development and training as part of their package, which I imagine most would, just this concept of quote unquote investing in yourself for some people feels um, selfish or like, a, you know, a, a luxury they can't afford. But I think in 2024, more people are going to um, realize, actually, it, it, I am ready to invest in myself. And I imagine it comes back multifold. What are your thoughts on that? Have you had people that just need to get their head around investing? And I'm not talking only money, it's time. Mm. You know, yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, I'll go, I'll spend time at the gym, or I'll spend time, you know, on holiday but I don't know if I can spare, you know, 45 minutes every week or 90 minutes a fortnight or however the coach works doing this coaching. It's like, what are your priorities? It, it is hard. And again, that back to that partnership thing, you, they've got to be ready. Mm-hmm. You've got to be ready. And it's it's the hardest thing as a coach to meet people who would benefit so much, but they're not ready. Yeah, they are not ready to invest in themselves, and you know I'm here when you are. But if if you're not ready, then I I can't take your money in good conscience because yeah. it's not going to work. Um, the thing that that pains me and hurts my heart a little bit is when people who are curious. They're kind of curious about coaching yes. and they'll go and buy a course because they think that's coaching and then they don't do the course or they don't do it deeply enough and they go, oh, coaching doesn't work. And it's like, no, but that's not the same experience as you would have if you were working with a professional coach. Mm-hmm. It's a very different experience. It's it's a way to make the philosophies of the coach accessible. Hell, I have courses for people who can get a taste of what I do, um, but it's not the same as yeah. truly investing in yourself. But if that's if that's if that's truly where you are, then then do it. But do it with your eyes open and mm-hmm. recognize that it's not the same as having someone in partnership with you. So you really have to bear the brunt of the effort if you're signing up for a course. 
I hear you. I work with a lot of coaches as well. And um, a lot of them, especially in 20, end of 23, early 24, they're like, I am done with working with clients who aren't all in. Like I'm not chasing people, you know, and I love that. It's like really standing in their power and only working with people that are truly ready to do the work. And I've seen you do that almost from the flip side, meaning I remember it was a year or so ago, maybe two, and I referred someone to you because I thought, oh, you know, Lorraine will be amazing for her, but she wasn't ready. And you, you refused. You said to her, you're not ready to work with me. It came from you, not her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because I know that it's not good for her, it's not good for me, and it's not good for my reputation. Mm -hmm. And it's all about reputation. So, you know, you're looking for the best clients and only working with the best clients because they're going to give you the best testimonials and the best referrals. And if someone's not ready, then it's not good for anybody in that situation. It can be really tempting if someone's saying, hey, take my money, but you'll find that the the more experienced coaches and the ones a little bit further in their journey, I would say, hopefully, no, actually, I'm going to retract that. Just those coaches who understand that, and that could be someone who's brand new or someone mm -hmm. who's been doing it for 20 years, will stand in their integrity and say, you're not a good fit for me right now. Here, let me refer you to someone mm -hmm. else. Absolutely. And I, you know, I'm the same. I like, I always say, you know, I work with people who are ready to shine and I'm not a coach, like a life coach, the way, you know, in all the coaching that you do, I'm really a vocal coach and I help people with interview skills and how they present. So it's quite different. But if someone comes to me and they're really stuck in their victim story and they haven't worked through some issues in their life and I'm like, and then they're trying to share their message with the world, but it's not landing because they're still in it. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> You're not ready to work with me. You need to go and work with someone and really work through who you are how to be the true you know, version of yourself. And then when you've done that and you're ready to shine, let's go. And so I think it's so important for us coaches to be clear on who our people are and what our area of specialty is and not trying to do, I'm not going to help coach someone through their trauma. That's not what I do. Um, and so really it comes back to connecting the right person with the right coach at the right time. Yeah, it absolutely does. And that's when it is a life-changing experience. And then when it's not that trifecta, that's where we start to hear those stories of mm. it didn't work. Coaching is not all it's cracked up to be. It's a waste. And all of those stories that really, really break my heart because I know that when you're working with a true coach at the right time on the right things, it, it will change the trajectory of your life. Absolutely. I want, I'm coming up to the four questions that I ask all of my guests, but I'd love to ask you about this. So some people will get coaching, some people just won't. But of course, there's the ripple effect, I imagine, right? So like, how can we, if we're into personal discovery and coaching, how can we also then get the best we, from the people around us, be that our family or our clients or our work colleagues? Is there th Are there things that we can do without trying to suddenly go and coach those people ourselves, how can we get the best from the people around us in 2024? Be genuinely curious and interested in them. I think we've had such a, a, a period of time where everything is so fast moving and everything's got to be right and everything's got to be bang, 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 that we're not listening to our people and we're problem solving at every turn instead of just being genuinely curious about what brought them to the place that has 
that they're they're sharing with you. So it really is as, as simple as that. It's like take a breath, recognize that they have <laughs> the ability to solve their own problems and just be really supportive and curious about what they need in order to solve them. Your message could not be more potent and more timely for me. <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. I often get told, well, not by a lot of people. A lot of people want my advice in business, but um, but with my husband, you know, it's like he just like, I just want you to listen. I just want you to ask. I don't need you to solve. I'm such a problem solver. He doesn't need me to solve his problems. Thank you for the reminder, Lorraine. <laughs> Amazing. So in 2024, if you were to truly up your brave, what would you do? Um, so I am doing this to a degree, but I definitely feel the resistance. So I am doing my first fringe comedy show in February. And if I was truly upping my brave in 2024, then I would lean into that because that has been the biggest personal development journey that I've been on in the recent, in recent times. And this is so huge because you're used to being on stage. I'm pretty sure you ran like a TED, TEDx, you know, satellite event and, and you're a speaker. And now you're just like, I'm just going to challenge myself and do stand up comedy. Yeah, it's it's very different from teaching from the stage and speaking. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's really fun, though. It's really fun. Amazing. I had a guy on my show, the bucket list guy, actually, his name is the bucket list guy. And he's from Australia. And he also did what you did. He's a speaker. He talks to corporates, all the things, but he decided to do stand up comedy, totally different skill set. Um, so I would be willing to fly to Wellington or Capity or wherever you are, and come and see you keep me posted. Uh, what is what are you creating at the moment? What is coming up for you? What are you focused on? Yeah, what I'm well, it's something that I'm leaning into that I created last year, and that is the coaching switch. So it is a program and an approach to coaching, which is an evolved approach to coaching. And it really is focusing on the client, not the issue. And that is where I'm seeing these transformations. So now I'm taking um, another cohort of, of coaches and leaders and consultants and teachers and healers through that process so that they can then take it into the world themselves. And it's it's the thing that is bringing me the most joy at the moment. It's just the best thing. And um, the community that is small but perfectly formed is, is growing beautifully. So that's that's my jam right now. Can you give us a time frame? So just at the time of recording, like literally it's, what is it, February 9 today, I think. And then we're going to air this really soon after. So it'll be mid-Feb when we're airing this. Like when is this course happening? Who is it for? So what I'm hearing, it's for people that are existing coaches or that actually want to start coaching. They're brand new or either. It's both. Okay. Yeah. So it's leaders, coaches who are just at the beginning or established coaches who want some new skills. Mm -hmm. It's consultants who want better results with their clients. It's mentors who want better results with their clients, healers and practitioners, teachers, anyone who really wants their message and their work to be more impactful. Mm. Yeah. You know, now, this it's so aligned with what I do. Like, I just love spreading the word and telling people about this because I'm all about in 24 expansive impact. And it's like, here you are doing your thing, coaching the coaches or the people that want to be coaches or their teachers. Like they're, 
And that's the thing. I help the people who help the people. I'm so excited to shine the light on you today to tell people about this course. When does it start? How do they sign up? Great. Okay. So I'm running a free training week where I'm basically giving all training. It's it's not a thinly veiled sales pitch. It's a celebration of opening the doors to the next cohort. So that kicks off on the 20th of February and you can get involved by going to freetrainingweek.com. That's freetrainingweek.com. And then we will open the doors to our next cohort of the coaching switch, which starts on the 6th of March and okay. runs for 12 weeks. Such good timing. Amazing. Perfect timing. Right. So if people hear that, if you feel intrigued, you know, curious, but more than curious, you got to be committed. I don't know. They can show up freetrainingweek.com. Great. How else can people connect with you? Maybe they don't want to do that, but they they love the sound of your accent and they want to hear more. I know you're probably on Instagram. You're possibly on LinkedIn. Like, where can they find you? Yeah, so I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram and LinkedIn. Uh, you can search for Lorraine Hamilton Coach on Facebook and Instagram, and it's just Lorraine Hamilton on LinkedIn. And please come visit my website. It is lorrainehamilton.net. Oh my gosh, as a visibility coach, I really honor your consistency with your URLs and your names. So everyone, I'm going to spell it for you. Lorraine Hamilton, L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E. Yes? Yes. Okay, and they can spell Hamilton, but just when they're looking you up, Lorraine Hamilton in all the places, very consistent, love it. So good. Uh, before we wrap things up, Lorraine, is there anything else you would like to share with our audience today about coaching or anything else? Uh, I think just back to that piece of being genuinely curious, slow down, you've got time to breathe and yeah, and do your due diligence when you're looking for a coach. And if you need help with that, then reach out to me. I love to help you find the right coach for you. So if you've got any other unanswered questions, then hit me up. I'm here for you. Amazing. I think that's so important because otherwise, right, they waste time. They waste money with someone that's not properly trained or just not on the same vibe. And so that's great. Thank you for that offer. People can get in touch. Um, and thank you for joining us today to talk all about going beyond mindset um, and and coaching and just really diving into what coaching is and what it's about. Thank you so much, Lorraine. Thanks, Natalie. And thanks, everyone, for listening. With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom, reach new audiences, and bring important information to the public free of charge. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Visit www.realitycheck.radio forward slash donate.